Carolina Panthers are way more interesting than what people think. Before we get started, make sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you're listening at or viewing at. If you're seeing this clip on Instagram or TikTok, make sure to go follow over there as well. The Panthers last year were 7-10. and 10. They traded up in the draft to get the first overall pick, which they drafted Bryce Young first overall. They have Andy Dalton as their backup quarterback. And I think as much as we want to see what Bryce Young can do this year, Andy Dalton's going to be a great role model and, uh, you know, a mentor for Bryce Young. Andy Dalton has been a starter and a backup in the league for over 10 years now from his days with the Bengals to the Cowboys. Um, I think he's going to be a great, great role model for Bryce Young. And I think Bryce Young can really absorb a lot of information from Andy Dalton to further his career and, and, you know, help him uh, throughout this season and, and going forward at the running back spot. They have Miles Sanders from the Eagles. Um, and they got Chuba Hubbard, obviously. I think they're going to share share touches. Uh, both of them are pretty solid in the in the pass game as well. I think they're going to be both used in, in that. Uh, Bryce Young can really use his legs as well. So I think that those three guys right there can be kind of explosive uh, throughout this year. Um, at the wide receiver spot, they have Adam Thielen from the Vikings. DJ Shark is there. And then they drafted Jonathan Mingo in the second round out of Ole Miss. All three of these receivers, like Mingo has a lot of hype to him. Uh, DJ Shark, you know what you're going to get. Adam Thielen, obviously getting older and not the same Adam Thielen uh, from the past. The one the one issue I have is as much as these three guys are kind of just, they're good wide receivers, is they don't have a clear number one. Like, it's probably Thielen, uh, which he's, I mean, he was a solid number two behind Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. I don't see him being a number one wide receiver, especially at this point in his career. At the tight end position, they have Hayden Hurst. He's kind of hopped around uh, around the league a little bit, but he's a very solid tight end, kind of a middle-of-the-pack tight end. Their offensive line is definitely the weak spot of their offense. They are more middle-of-the-pack of the league, maybe lower of the middle of the pack, if that makes sense. Um, so they're, they're going to really need them to really show out this year and protect Bryce Young. Moving to the defensive side of the ball, and just about every metric in 2022, they were in the 20s in the league, which is obviously not good at all. Um, they need to really improve this this side of the ball. They have at the defensive line position, Derek Brown. They drafted him seventh overall in 2020. He has kind of been a bust his first couple of years. Like they need to him to take that that step this year. They have Shy Tuttle as well on the defensive line. They got him from the Saints this offseason. The one really bright spot of this defense is their linebacking linebacker core, though. Uh, Brian Burns, 12 and a half sacks last year in 2022. He's obviously a stud, one of the best linebackers in the league. You have Justin Houston, who's 34 years old now, a veteran. Um, nine and a half sacks last year, though. He can still get it done. Uh, maybe not to his prime level, but he can still produce. And they have Frankie Louvu, um, who had seven sacks in 2022 as well. So I really do like their linebacker core. I like them way more than the defensive line. The defensive line has to improve this year. Like I mentioned, Derek Brown is a huge part of that. Um, talking about secondary now, J.C. Horn, obviously a young cornerback. They have a lot of hope in. Um, and they also have Dante Jackson on the other side. And in the safety room, they have Xavier Woods. Um, I think this is his second or third year now with the Panthers. Uh, he played with the Cowboys in the past and the Vikings. Uh, very reliable when it comes to games played. 
um, always in their 16, 17 games a year. And then they also got Von Bell this offseason from Cincinnati. So he's obviously been in the big moments uh, of the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship with the Bengals. So maybe that provides some veteran leadership and help to that defense. Um, but that defense has to be better than the than what they were last year. Um, obviously, this whole team as a whole has to be better. Uh, but if this team is going to be make improvements based off last year, I don't think looking at the playoffs is really a um, you know reasonable thought to think of. But um, their defense has to improve. Their offensive line has to be better. And you want to see improvement out of Bryce Young just as the season goes on. Looking at their schedule a little bit here, uh, they start week one at the Falcons. And they, I have them losing this one at the Falcons. I think overall they're going to be just around the same spot as the Falcons when it comes to the end of the season. You're going to see a really interesting trend I, I have here with the uh, Panthers' schedule. Week two at home versus the Saints, I have them losing this one. And then week three at the Seahawks, I have them losing that one. So I have them starting the year 0-3. Week four at home versus the Vikings, I have them winning this one actually. I think Dalvin Cook off the Vikings is going to be a huge miss. Um, and even Adam Thielen is like a, another wide receiver. I think that's really going to hurt the Vikings. We obviously haven't predicted the Vikings yet, but uh, just keep that in mind whenever we get there. Week five at the Lions, I have them losing this one. And then week six at the Dolphins, I have them losing that one. It's really a tough stretch to start the year, if you think about it. Uh, week seven is their bye. I have them going into their bye at one and five. Um Obviously, there's going to be a lot of turmoil going on, a lot of Bryce Young hate probably going on during this time. But you have to kind of stay the course because if you can get through these first six weeks, let's say they win two or three games, they're setting themselves up really nicely because they come out of their bye with the Texans. And this is where I think they make a little bit of push here, uh, even for the playoffs a little bit. I don't think they make it by any means, but I think they're going to make – you know, it, on the screen when it says in the hunt, I think they're going to be one of those teams in the hunt because they start off week eight with the Texans. I have them winning this one week nine versus the Colts. I have them winning this one um, week 10 at the Bears. I do have them losing that one, but it's very winnable week 11 at home versus the Cowboys. I have them losing this one week 12 at the Titans, a, a W week 13 at the Buccaneers, a W week 14 at the Saints, a loss. So I have them losing both versus the Saints this year. Week 15 at home versus the Falcons. I have them winning that one. So they have I have them splitting um, with the Falcons. Week 16 versus the Packers. I have them winning that one. Week 17 at the Jaguars. I have them losing that one. And then week 18 at the Buccaneers, or at home versus the Buccaneers, I should say. I have them winning that one as well. So I have them going 8-9 and nine on the season, which I think is very reasonable. And I also think even better than eight and nine is also reasonable. If you look at some of those losses I gave, I gave them a loss at the bears. Very winnable. Like I said, let's say you win week one at the Falcons, um, you know, at the Seahawks is, is a possibility at home versus the saints in week two at the lions week five. Like these are, I have them as losses, but they're very winnable games. Like this team could be a 10 win team. If their defense shows out and their offensive line protects Bryce young. Also, like I said, the wide receiver room scares me a little bit because there's not a clear number one. That might not that might not be an issue when we look at you know the 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 long term here throughout the season. That might not be an issue. Uh, they might just be able to to spread it around and get a lot of touches to everybody. That might be the thing. Or Jonathan Mingo could pop off and be your number one wide receiver. It's it's hard to tell at this point before the season starts. 
But like I said, they were seven and ten last year, and I have them improving to eight and nine this year with the potential of being a 10-win team and a playoff team. Like they could be a wild card toss-in. In this division, also, I have the Saints, as you guys have seen uh in prior videos, and especially in the Saints episode, I'm very high on the Saints this year. I have them, I think I said 12 and 5. Um, but this besides the Saints, man, and even with the Saints, this is a very winnable division. The Buccaneers are obviously taking a step backwards without Tom Brady. Um, the, the Falcons are going to be probably around that 500 mark. Hopefully Desmond Ritter goes off for them. That's their hope. Um, and obviously the saints in my opinion, in my opinion, have the potential to be great this year, but they could also be around 500 as we've seen with Derek Carr and his teams that he has led in the past. So something very, this is a Panthers team to very much keep an eye on throughout the season. I think for the Panthers, really lock in on those first six weeks because those back end, you know, back 11 weeks of the season are very winnable games up and down there. If they can really show out these first six weeks and kind of make make a statement, this team could definitely make the playoffs. Now, I don't have them there. I Like I said, I have them in eight and nine, but man, like keep an eye on this Panthers team, guys, because they, uh, they're going to be exciting to watch, but they're also going to be very interesting when it comes to potentially booting out some teams from the playoffs that we expect to be there. But that wraps it up for the Carolina Panthers. The next episode we have is the Atlanta Falcons, so be on the lookout for that. Of course, like, follow, subscribe, like I said at the beginning, wherever you're listening at or viewing at, and we will see you guys for the Falcons. Thanks, guys.